So I've decided for today to put on this shirt. Can you see what it is? It's um, something with your running? Yes. It is so one of the New York Marathon shirts? Yeah, this is one of my New York Marathon shirts. This is from 2016, which is the last time I ran the New York Marathon. How'd you do that time? I won. <laughs> how many runners are there? You know, I don't know how many there are this year. I mean, back well, in 2016. 50,000. And what place did you come in? First, I, I beat them all. Did you exceed your expectations? Actually, that year, that year I did. I did. Wasn't not. that the year that we had to send the ambulance out to you somewhere in near the Grand Concourse in the Bronx? I believe that was a rough one. That was my third one, and that was a rough one for a variety of reasons. It was not as enjoyable as the other two. I do want to do it again because I feel like I can't end on that note. The other two are much better than that You'd one. You'd rather end dying the next one could kill you good you didn't get younger in those five years well that's that's I mean. true and that's i i feel like i'm a little bit uh it's a little bit of a, a ticking my biological clock is biological clock is ticking yeah You're it my is one. but then there's all these amazing stories of people in their 80s who are running it and they yes. run it every year anyway so you know as I said, hopefully uh, I'll get to do it again. But I thought I'd wear it because we're 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 recording this. It is it is Marathon Week in New York. It's next Sunday. It's always the first Sunday in November. November. So in our last podcast, yeah. you shared how you uncovered some research showing that the most frequently used word in negative online reviews of business by a huge margin is disappointed. And that led us to a discussion about how important it is to understand how a, how a business's customers or guests, how their expectations were met up or matched up with their experience. So right. whether expectations were met, exceeded, or not met. Right. And then we talked about how this has always been for 17-ish years, the number one question or the first question I should say that we ask in every customer and guest satisfaction survey we've done for every single client, it's always the first question. Starts out with the expectations question. Absolutely. Right. And this sort of validates it because disappointment is a, the word disappoint disappointed or some form of disappointment implies that you're measuring against something. And what are you measuring an experience against? You're measuring it against some expectations. And so during that conversation, you at one point, I think possibly kiddingly, possibly not, you actually said, maybe we could distill our service down to just that one question. And that would be enough for businesses to know just how experience, well, the experience of their guests or customers met up, matched up with their expectations. But understanding your guests' expectations and, and if they were met or not is crucial to running your business and to having a successful business. Because theoretically, 
if you see that you're trending down in, in meeting expectations, you've got something to look into. You have an issue. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I just found it very interesting that you said that. And and certainly if if if, if you were stranded on a, the, the old question, if you were stranded on a desert island, what's the one thing you would bring? Uh, it's, it's almost like if you could only ask one question of your of your customers or guests, would that be the question you ask? Right. right. And there's an argument that it would be. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument also to be made from uh, a competing metric out there, namely Net Promoter Score. They always say that the one question that you need to ask, and they've been saying this now for 18 years, I yeah. think it is. They've been saying that the question to ask is how likely are they're asking each customer or guest, how likely are you to recommend? And I don't know about that. Anyway, so I'm going to put up on the screen now, but let's say that, let's say that the question that we, that somebody is going to ask is experience versus expectation. How did your experience meet with your expectations before walking in the door, say for mm-hmm. a, a brick and mortar business. So we'll, again, we'll use the example of a hotel because a, a, a lot of our business is in that space. So up on the screen now is a piece of a report that our guests, excuse me, that our clients see in their, in their online dashboard for survey results. And we talked about it a little bit last week and it's basically a pie, a pie chart. So there's three slices, if you will, to the, to the pie. And I'm showing this is an actual client of ours and it's uh, past 30 days worth of surveys. And you can see that the met slice is half of the pie. So they've met expectations of half their guests. They've exceeded the expectations of 42.5% of their guests. And they did not meet the expectations of seven and a half percent. Again, going to that exercise of if this is the only thing you're going to look at, and I'm looking at this pie chart as a business operator, manager, general manager of a hotel, owner, somebody responsible for for driving business forward. What am I going to take out of this pie chart? Well, I think that the first thing you should be looking at in a snapshot view today, as well as tracking over time, is the did not meet slice, 7.5% in this case. And the main thing you want to make sure happens is that that slice stays as close to zero as possible. If it starts trending up, you got to dig into why. And obviously, as we've talked about, the balance of of our guest satisfaction surveys tries to get at that with more detail. Right. So before we come back to that in a second, I wanted to talk about the other two slices, the met slice and the exceeded slice. So we have always said, and we talked about it a little bit in the last episode, that it's okay that half of the people in this particular instance, Just your met. expectations are met. We kind of look at these as, uh, together. So in this case, 92.5% of this hotel's guests were either their, their expectations were either met or exceeded. That's right. a good, that's a good number, right? Yes. yes. Uh, exceeded. We've talked about 
you, you, if you're exceeding expectations all the time, there's a couple of things that can go into that. There's one other thing that we haven't really talked about regarding expectations, and that's how, how does price figure into it? It probably doesn't factor as much into the met expectation slice. It probably affects who goes into the exceeded and who goes into the did not meet slice more. Right. So right. let's say somebody got a great deal on on hotel yeah, you know you, you know there's all these there's all these booking engines that are trying to right. to sell unused rooms and you got a you got an unbelievable deal on something and you know you didn't really know you were doing it based on price and maybe you paid a ridiculously low number and it that colors your expectation sure. going in and so the lower the price more often than not you you can exceed expectations in that right. right and conversely if somebody is paying full boat if they're paying premium prices in the middle of christmas week for a resort and it's uh the prices are three times what they normally are or what they are other times of the year their expectations are going to be much, much, much higher. And then there's just one other thing that I did want to mention as far as expectations. And that is, so let's say you find, or a business finds, let's use this hotel in particular. Let's say that over time, that did not meet slice gets larger, right? It goes up from seven and a half, seven and a half percent now and you know, three months from now, it gets goes up to twenty percent. So what what could be happening here? Well, there could be a service drop off within the hotel, the physical plant or the you know the rooms the could start being shabby and deteriorating. That could cause it. Again, like we just talked about, I'm just going to say you could have raised your prices. Right, could have raised your prices. There's there there's a bunch of things that can be going on, and then there's another there's another thing, and it all ties in together. You know, not everybody is a good fit for every product or service or hotel or restaurant. We talk about marketing personas these days that who is your, who are your ideal customers? What are they like? And, you know, going back years and years ago, it would be only demographics that you would look at. Um, now there's a lot more interconnectivity. There's, you can identify traits of a particular customer in much more depth than just demographics. Yes. Yeah. You, you, these the days- the secret is fulfilling your business in our case, um, a lot of hotels with your customer. Right. So it's possible that the increase in the did not meet expectations slice. Because you're not, you 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 have a lot of customers that are not typically your type of customer. Right. You may be attracting the wrong type of customer. Some for some reason, whether it's a pricing decision, whether it's a marketing decision. Um, I mean, sometimes it's strictly a business decision. You want to, if, if, if talking about a hotel, I mean, I, I have had this conversation with many, many people. I want to fill up my rooms. I want to sell my rooms. You know, I, I, I can't, but, you know, by the middle of the day, if I, if I can fill up my room tonight or tomorrow, 
just be just do it I'm, I'm just going to do it period and if it turns out it's not my customer so be it you know there's a there it's a weight there's a it's a tra- it is a trade-off it is a trade-off especially yeah. in this day and age i mean if you go back 10 years ago certainly 20 years ago that trade-off didn't exist because the negative possible impact of putting the wrong attracting the wrong customer or the wrong guest to your hotel wouldn't necessarily show up in a in an online review online review but now it will now it could i should say it doesn't necessarily mean that it will but but it it could you just have to be careful again about talking about trends if if again if we're looking at the the 7.5 percent of the guests who are who whose expectations are not being met if that number goes up to say 20% and continues to or hovers around 20% or even creeps up above that over time there's things you have to look into and again it's it's things that are internal but it's also possible that you're attracting the wrong people there and yes. you know price is obviously a variable in that as well right. so just wanted to put a neat bow on the expectations versus experience discussion that we started last week or last episode, it was two weeks ago, actually. And we will go on to other metrics uh, in our next episode. We talked a little bit about net promoter score today. We'll get into that again. We'll talk more about a band value score. Expectation obviously is a part of that. All right, so more more on net metrics next time, and okay. um, I guess that's it for today, huh? Okie doke. Thanks everybody for listening, Thanks. for watching. Thank you listening.